Welcome to the first episode of Overthinkers Radio in a long time. I hope you're having an amazing day today. My girlfriend of five years unexpectedly moved out and told me that she didn't really love me anymore about three weeks ago. So things over here have been uh, different, I guess. Extremely different. Yeah, definitely. Um, Yeah, and I think there are a lot of things that people could take away from this story. So my girlfriend or ex-girlfriend, I guess you could say, um, don't really know what to call her anymore, moved out a few weeks ago. And um, here we are five years later. We've moved to several different places all over Canada, kind of chasing each other kind of thing. And we ended up here in PEI together And, you know, the relationship just kind (laughs) of dwindled, I feel like, you know. um, The retrospectoscope is always 2020. And, you know, what I mean by that is maybe looking back, we, we maybe we weren't all that good for one another. You know, she liked to be distant. I overthink everything. Like, we both never tell each other what was wrong. I feel like she was afraid of my expectation. Maybe we had different agendas. I don't know. Like, I mean, hindsight's always twenty twenty, man. Like, that's the thing with humans and emotion. So you can go through a situation and think that you handled it correctly the whole time, and then one thing happens, and it's just completely devastated. It's beautiful, but it's also devastating because you can become attached to somebody and the thought of being in love with somebody and maybe even tricking yourself that the thought of love is actually what love is you know it, you know what i mean yeah like and the the worst thing possible for humans is that we have that ability to think back like what could have i what could have i done different would i you know why didn't i talk about this why didn't i talk about that because i mean with humans like we want to be in complete control of the situation right like when we lose control that's when we spiral and you know logic sometimes get pushed gets pushed to the side you know you're not thinking logically you're thinking more so everything's fine you know you don't really entertain the thoughts about you know what happens if what we were talking the other day and you said if you would have asked me like seven months ago if like Keisha would have stopped talking to you you would have laughed in my face yeah right you can look back on everything but if it's it's too it's a two-way street like yes there was issues there was lack of communication but it's not all just on you no it's hard to say man because like I do feel like at this point in a relationship you know the five six year mark like you actually have to make that conscious decision of whether or not this is worth it mm-hmm. because the honeymoon phase is long gone yeah you guys maybe are not the most compatible but you've made it this far so there has to be some form of compatibility there like mm-hmm. yeah i feel like there was just a lot kind of going on in both of our lives where we fell apart like my main focus for a lot of this time has been the TikTok. I've been trying to pursue the social media thing for a long time. For sure. And I don't know, like I feel like I I'm very it's very obvious right now that 
I neglected our relationship a lot, but we're at the point in our lives where you decide to work on things mm. and not throw them away because what we have is obviously special. You wouldn't be together for five years if there wasn't something there. Yeah. That's the thing. Like You can't just live five years with somebody and not have actual things that are interesting and life experiences and all that kind of stuff with somebody like it's it's definitely a tricky situation when it gets to that point and you need to either build together or and and make sacrifices that's the biggest thing is you know that's not a great decision because then you're putting other people's happiness in front of yours and at the end of the day you got to look out for yourself yeah i've always been that type of guy though to just like smile through it all and like bottle up my emotions and shit and like Keisha and I didn't even really talk about our relationship ever Mm. like we didn't talk about like the important things and how we were feeling and shit right I feel however like now I've been kind of talking to a lot of people like both friends and professional counseling and whatnot and like I don't know we underestimate the power of our mind Mm. like those uncomfortable like untouched thoughts like the press pressing concerns that we bury deep into our subconscious like those are the those thoughts will ring out loud and clear in our actions like Mm. you know i was very stressed and overwhelmed about like the master's program i'm doing now like trying to pursue the whole tiktok thing and you know think i'm always thinking kind of what's next to what's next mm. and like without getting like too philosophical or whatever i don't think either me or keisha kind of underwent much self-development in our lives we were kind of just always spoon-fed mm-hmm. and what ended up happening is that we both lack the strength in that muscle responsible for uncomfortable communication with personal relationships like within personal relationships mm-hmm and until we get practice like exercising that muscle and get more comfortable thinking and talking about the things that make us angry or uncomfortable we will either if we ever get back together we will bring this back into the relationship or mm-hmm. we will just take this on to the next relationship yeah so i don't know like yeah one of the biggest things or lack thereof is like honest good open communication like there can be things that are negative and like you need to discuss, but they don't need to be talked about in a negative manner. Like people have lost that ability to really connect one on one, talk about the really, you know, heavy, well, not, well, yeah, heavy, heavy topics and things like that. I, and I don't know if it's a societal thing or like what, but uncomfortable uncomfortable conversation is one of the hardest things to do with people that's true and especially if you're in a relationship with somebody like going through your head like the insecurity well what if i bring up this conversation and then this is like it spirals out of control so maybe i'll just put it down and i won't really think about it but you know not everybody really knows how to communicate whether it's on a day-to-day basis with people you come in contact with at you know the coffee shop or like where you go for lunch or at work or something like that but it's even more intense when you get into the relationship aspect of it where 
if there's things going on or you know lack thereof things going on and nobody says anything it's it's really hard to for the other person to figure that out because you know they don't think anything's wrong there's no communication with that kind of stuff when really it could just be a conversation but with the the thought of what could spark out of that conversation may or may not hold people back kind of thing the biggest thing is people need to start really talking about their emotions and what's bothering them people that are in a relationship moms and dads it, it's all the way around well that's a big thing like why i kind of wanted to start this podcast and get her going again is because like i want to use our platform like both the tiktok platform this platform whatever to normalize talking to people kind of about what's going on inside their head mm. i'm excited to be here because like when you gave me this idea and opportunity like even so like even myself like i personally bottle up everything you've seen me the last couple of days like not the greatest but like <laughs> even myself like i just feel like there's you know so much negativity towards actually explaining how you feel to people because people will take it as an offense or like you know what i what did i do wrong or what didn't i do or that kind of thing it's just there's so much more around just talking to how like how you feel to somebody yeah than just is what it is it's in their head you know in your own head if I have this conversation, like, what am I risking at the same time? Yeah, one thing that I actually talked to, like, my therapist about was, like, the idea of backlash. And when you open up to somebody, like, it's it's hard, right? Because you're afraid to go too far because you're afraid of what they might think of you afterward. And I'm actually famous for that. Mm. I, I won't... I would just keep everything to myself for the fear of like people thinking something different of me, mm-hmm. whether that's positive or negative. Like I told Dr. Murphy, like my supervisor, kind of what was going on and how I've been stressed out. And I had a lot of anxiety thinking about telling him about what was going on. And like, cause you feel like you're a failure, right? Mm-hmm. Or you feel whatever, like that's kind of what I had on the go. Like, I classified myself as somebody that wasn't allowed to be sad Mm. and it really, really, really ate away at me because like, I don't know. And, and, and I've been in kind of like a dark place for a while now. Just the way I describe it is that I've been like running in spot for a while. Mm -hmm. But then when, when Keisha and I split up, I noticed that I was really, really engaging in like a lot of, negative Mm self-talk and i kind of realized that i had been engaging in negative self-talk for a long time in my head like probably the better part of like two years but it just registered because of this situation yeah yeah and then you know when she left i was feeling like very isolated and lonely Mm -hmm. and the negative thoughts kind of got even worse so And the way I would like describe my negative thoughts and the way I've been describing it to people lately is that there's kind of like this angel and this devil on my shoulders. And the angel is the one that like usually motivates me to like, like do good in school and (laughs) all the stuff your parents say to do, you know, like, and, and there's another thing just constantly there. Like 
that's just telling me this is hard and and like actually calling me a pussy and you know that's the kind of one that's just like well fuck this like you know what i mean just end it all kind of thing and he's always there saying like i need this like you need that like kind of thing so when like keisha left i kind of really started to have this existential crisis and for those of you who don't know what that is it's just like basically an inner conflict characterized by the impression that life has no meaning basically yeah so and i'm gonna be frank with you guys like i'm an insanely ambitious person and my level of competitiveness is probably a little bit unhealthy (laughs) but so when i but then even in saying that when i achieve a goal I, I don't even bask in the glory for one second. Like my mind is just constantly like, what's next? What's next? And you know, with all of this stuff going on lately, it's just, I don't know. I've been feeling extremely overwhelmed. And you know, in saying that, you can imagine when I get these feelings of uncertainty or depression, I can be extremely hard on myself. And those are some of the things that I'm trying to work on you know, being nicer to myself and trying to think less about the long-term enjoyment and just kind of enjoying life for what it is in the moment. Yeah, see, that kind of sparks the thought of me. It's like, and correct me if I'm wrong, but the thought of expectations, like we've been pummeled with expectations our whole life. And then when, you know, things go wrong and we lose somebody or, you know, whatever may happen you kind of realize that the expectations you have for yourself aren't the ones that you set out yeah that's true like i've been living through other people's eyes for a long time Mm. like i even feel like and this is kind of the existential crisis that i'm having right now is i feel like i'm not even really doing this master's program for myself i'm just kind of doing it because it was a good opportunity and you know everything that i have planned for the future I can't even necessarily think of like what about it makes me happy or excited. Mm. And those are the things that are like really bothering me at the moment. So I don't know. I'm really, really trying to take a minute to kind of stop and smell the roses Mm. and like taking a look around and, and like, look at all the shit we got here, man. Like we have a lot, like, but that goes back to the still like just because we have all these nice things and our life is going pretty good you know we have a house we have food um job we're still allowed to be sad yes don't ever think that you can't be sad like that is a human emotion and an instinctual thing like if things go wrong you will be sad don't hold it in like and that's easy for me to say it's easy for you to say it's easy for a therapist to say but like more people need to be told that that's where i've been for a while man it's like your life is awesome don't be sad just mm. kind of do your thing and go about it but then you know all relationships suffer your mental health suffers like you fall into these pits of depression uncertainty like like existential fucking dread mm. and, and like the thing is sometimes you don't even realize that you're in that situation yeah like your whole thought process is just been turned upside down from just how you've been living and you've just kind of accepted that subconsciously and you've been living to the expectations of others you've been doing things just to do them rather than really looking into yourself and saying hey this would actually make me happy that's true 
I can say though, honestly, this has been about, I'm probably roughly two weeks in of actually making a conscious effort of trying to feel better on a day-to-day basis. And it starts with little things, you know what I mean? Like getting out for walks in the sun and spending more time with people that are close to you and people that you care about and reaching out to people that you maybe haven't talked to in a while and opening it up, opening up a bit the things that actually bother you like those like we said earlier like the deep dark questions uncomfortable conversations yeah the and uncomfortable conversations with yourself yeah like it's it's like yeah those questions that you know what i mean make you anxious to think about if you really start to take a second and dig into why does this make me anxious to think about even like there's some you can make some real serious progress the thing with uncomfortable conversations is, and and I think I'm going to loop this back around to, you need to be happy with yourself before you can be happy with somebody else. And and a lot of people say about, you know, well, if I have somebody, I'll be able to do things that'll make me happy. You can't have that mindset. Like, until you're completely happy with yourself about what you do, you really can't truly provide happiness to somebody if you don't completely and other and i'm not like a feelsy guy like i'm cold-hearted everything like that but like you need to love yourself before you can actually find out what love is i think i don't know i honestly don't know what love is i don't think i'm loving yourself man i feel like involves just it doesn't it doesn't involve looking in the mirror every day and being like you're a handsome guy (laughs) you handsome devil yeah it's more like just be kind of like we were saying earlier, being happy where you're at, mm-hmm. taking that minute to look around and, you know, think things are pretty green, you know, like take a second look at the colors, smell the smells of nature, or, mm. you know, the city, like just take a minute and bask in the, the glory of the world. You living know? in the moment. Yeah. Live in the moment. That's exactly it. It's the biggest thing. One of the biggest things I have trouble with because it's always like, what do I need to do next week? What do I need to do in a year from now? Oh, five years, I should have enough money to on payment on a house. That's right. Right? Like, and I'm super bad for that. I, I try to live in the moment as best as I can. But at the same time, it's always like, because it's a human, it's human nature. Yeah. What's next? Right? What's next? Well, the way I put it is like, if I continue to go this way, like the what's next, what's next, what's next, I'll be on my deathbed, look back, realize I was never happy. Yeah. And that's kind of where I don't want to be. Like, I want to be happy with where I'm at right now. And I feel like happiness ebbs and flows, like it goes up and down and, you know, it could be good some days and other days it's worse. But overall, I, I would like to learn to like be happier in the moment well that makes sense man like shout out to my mom that's what my mom says all the time like i'll send her messages about things that really aren't that big and i'm just like absolutely freaking out about them and she's just like josh you need to live in the moment and at the same time that comes with you know being okay and happy with who i am actually breaking down the walls for myself and having the uncomfortable conversations with myself in order to get through those things, talking to people, that sort of thing, to just let things be as it is, instead of always being worried, what if I don't have this person? What if I don't have this person? It's just, it's all, life's a game. I don't even feel, like, at the end of the day, too, it's not even about other people, man. Mm. Like, and I like the way that's kind of where your mind went, because 
if you really think about it, at the only person you have at the end is you. And, you know, family, whatever. Family comes and goes. Like, there's... Mm. Like, it's very nice to have a, a well-established support system in the form of family. But it's not forever. No. And for everybody, you know, some people don't have that super, like, wholesome family relationship. So... Oh, God, no. If, if those types of people and just pe- people in general could learn to be happier with themselves and what they do on a day-to-day no matter what it is i think the world in general would kind of be a better better place place. yeah exactly we're told you know as we're growing up you're gonna grow up you're gonna go to school you're gonna find a wife you're gonna get married you're gonna have kids over and over and over again and now there's people like us that are you know 25 26 you just may or may not have lost a relationship i haven't had one and now we're here like are we doing what we're supposed to right you know what i mean yeah like and it's shitty because especially for you being with somebody for so long i can only imagine how terrifying it is to actually think about having to break down and be vulnerable all over again there's zero percent chance i'm going searching for love yeah oh yeah not anytime soon no i'm gonna work on myself and i'm i'm gonna do um the things that i feel are right for me Mm. And this podcast is one of them. And I'm going to, you know, just kind of try to get my creative bug back because I feel like I've lost a lot of creativity in the past little while. Like there's been a while, pretty much even since I started this TikTok page, I haven't even felt overly creative. Mm. I used to have the creative gene. I used to like to produce new original type content, but. I just lost my motivation and I feel like that's kind of like depression talking a little bit like don't have the interest in the things that I used to have like very very strong interest for Mm. but it's slowly starting to come back Mm. like it's been seriously two almost three weeks of hard hard working on myself even I see a difference man and I'm starting to like I understand you know like I still get insanely anxious when I think about Keisha and like the majority of her stuff is still here around the house yeah which does not help no I know but it it does in a sense because like I still like as shitty as it is like I know having her stuff here means that I'll have to engage with her again at least at some point at least one more time yeah yeah or a few more times yeah but I don't know like that's just hold that's so so like everything is just so up in the air and I'm glad that like I'm doing this again and I'm glad that I'm able to like openly talk about the way that I'm feeling lately because there's yeah there was a lot kind of going on in my head for a while I can imagine man like I've been certainly worried that's for sure and that's why I'm so excited to do this because you know especially with people when they're down and upset and I'm a big people like a big believer in routine and like setting yourself up to just have a routine figure out what makes you happy obviously it's not a very easy thing to do but you know try to fill your day up as much as you can to be productive and at the end of the day you can go to bed and say you know what maybe i don't have this person or i don't have this relationship i used to but i know that i did what i needed to do to make myself happy and if i continue to do this I'm going to be able to make another person happy in a, in a much more influential way. And it's going to be a much healthier kind of situation. It is frightening. Mm. Like I resonated with one thing you said there. Like, I really don't know if I 
I don't I really don't know what makes me happy like I kind of had this this really intense thought the other day of like when was the last time I was truly happy mm. doing things that make your give you the butterflies in your stomach and give you the adrenaline rush like I really like the things that scare me whether it's getting on stage in front of people kind of thing or like I'm the kind of guy that needs this constant stimulation, stimulation. But, mm. And those, I, I I, don't know if I'll ever truly be able to settle. Those little bits of excitement are what will make me happy with living in the moment. Right. And yeah, like, I don't know. It's just happiness is such a cruel game. It really is because, I don't know, you can be... You can think you're happy. It's like kind of the thing like you think you're in love. You fell in love with the thought of it. Yeah. You could, you know, go through your life doing one thing and wake up at 50 and say, did I actually like doing this? Did I love doing what I'm doing for the last 25 years? Or did I just do this because I thought this made me happy? I don't know. There's a lot of questions to be answered, man. But I don't know if I'm qualified to answer them. Oh, God, neither of us are qualified to answer them, but we can definitely share our opinions and get some people chatting about it. And honestly, if anybody wants to ask any questions, they can hook us up with some questions. Yeah, there's actually, um, you can go in, into the TikTok and send me a QA. and a mm -hmm. or I think there's actually an anchor link that people will be able to send in voice messages. So if you have anything that would you'd like us to talk about, send in some messages. Mm. I think it could be cool. That'd be a really good idea. Because we, like, and like Bo, he's created the universe of overthinkers to be intimate in a, in a community where people can come and discuss things and ask questions and get perspectives and everything. So that's exactly what we want to do with this as well. So if you're listening, thank you for one. Two, don't be afraid to reach out as we'll do our absolute best to get back to you and talk. That's for sure. Guys, seriously, take this for what it is because like <laughs> we're not therapists or anything like that i'm just someone who's experienced recent heartbreak and i'm probably going through some pretty serious burnout right now and i feel like i probably have some tidbits of knowledge that i can share with you guys because this is just gonna be me like venting my problems to my friends on the internet kind of thing and with that we love you guys yeah <laughs> thank, thank you for listening yeah thanks for this. coming to hang out with us